1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: It's time to play like a Jet with your host, Scott Mason.
1: Play like a Jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention
0: was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all. Looking to bring it open. Hey! snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by number
1: 95 for the jets listen thank you
2: this is play like a jet my name is scott mason you can follow me on twitter at play like a jet one and it's time to recap day number two of new york jets 2023 training camp welcome back our friend who is the co-founder over at jets a site where he is also the lead reporter he was out there today robbie sabo robbie another hot one huh
1: yeah you know what they they called for rain in the uh Jets facility, they have the weather report on one of the TVs. And yesterday it said it was going to rain, but uh, we missed it. Another hot one. My neck is burnt. It's a little red, I must say. Let us start bringing suntan
2: lotion to these practices, Robbie.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, even though, uh, you know, I guess I'm a four or five year veteran at this point, I, I still make rookie mistakes. I still, I still forget the sunblock Rookie mistakes left and right. I, I don't know what to say. You may be
2: making rookie mistakes, but we got to hope that the Jets rookies don't make rookie mistakes out there in training camp. One guy that everybody has their eye on Is Tony Adams, not a rookie, but inexperienced. Last year made the roster as an undrafted player out of Illinois. Everybody thinking that he could very well be the center fielder, that free safety that the Jets have sort of been looking for since Marcus May left. You've got Jordan Whitehead on one side, Adrian Amos, who they just brought in to replace Chuck Clark, who they had just brought in, who got hurt. Amos, not all that rangy, so people thinking that perhaps Adams is the guy that can step up and win this free safety job. Coaching staff seems to like him, and you do too, Robbie, because from what I can tell based on what you were telling me before we started recording, he really showed out today.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, it was apparent from the jump. I mean, first of all, we know the Jets love him. They. He was a surprise guy to make the roster last year as a UDFA, and you can see why he's got all the talent in the world and amos could it possibly be amos and whitehead back there yes is there a unit that could handle it more to have two strong safeties as opposed to a natural free safety in there it's the jets because sauce and dj reed could play deep third they're really good they could bail tech but it's not ideal so you want a rangy center fielder single high guy and that could be adams i mean Converse, Bernard Converse is the is the wild card, but he's still not participating. The boot was off. I didn't see the boot on his foot today, which is good. But Adams had a hell of a day. I mean, without getting into the concepts and strategy, on one play, he, I was watching him. When you're watching these practices, you really got to focus in on one spot sometimes to, to get a look. And I was really focusing in on Adams and the DBs today a lot. On one play, he... I don't know, it was a zone, so he was like in the middle, deep, probably a cover three, deep third in the middle. He stuck with his primary read deep, but then hopped off, drove down, got to the secondary read really quickly with a nice break and took it away from Rodgers. Rodgers was looking to go there the entire time. Adams took it away. He had nowhere to go. Great team coverage, and it was incomplete. Another play, he... We really nicely, and a lot of guys tweeted this one out where he, he had to dive, jump, and one-hand PD to make sure Hard, Hardman doesn't go for six on like a 50, 60, 70-yard bomb. I don't know how he shook free Hardman. It might have been Adams being a little too aggressive, but the point is his recovery was brilliant. So he had a hell of a day, and keep an eye on him. He might be starting for the Jets come week one.
2: And we saw more continued dominance from that secondary, Michael Carter II, and DJ Reed specifically. We all know what Sauce can do, and we'll talk about what Sauce had to say after practice. But if Tony Adams can step up and join those guys and really make a difference as a safety in that secondary, that unit could be among the best in the league this year.
1: 100%. I mean, at this point, it's comical how workmen like Sauce and DJ Reed are. But they are. I mean, they don't deserve workmanlike as a label. They're they're so much better than that. But they're studs who are workmanlike. They just do everything right at practice all the time. Uh, today, I happened to be walking from one side of the field to the other, and I saw them, you know, doing their thing. When special teams goes on, they those two do their thing with a coach because they're not going to be part of special teams, and and they they get together and work on some things. And the Hard Knocks crew was over there getting some footage on those two guys. So they're always working. I mean, that's, we talked about that killer instinct yesterday, that mentality and those two guys show it perfectly and they're leading the way. They are, the defense is getting the better of the offense right now, which should not be a surprise when they're, when the offense is installing a new system, it's going to be elementary at first. And that's kind of what it is. And Reed and saucer making sure the offense is feeling the pain.
2: And Aaron Rodgers was feeling the pain a little bit, not entirely his fault. As you said in your report over at Jets X Factor, Robbie Rodgers is really more concerned right now with getting the system down, with making sure procedure is followed, getting all the T's crossed and the I's dotted. But today was frustrating for him, even though it's just day number two of training camp. A lot of drops today, including the rookie Israel Abanakanda, who had a rough day, got stopped well short of the line of scrimmage by Al Woods. Would have been tackled for a loss if it had been a real game. So Israel Banacanda struggled a little bit, and the receivers in general didn't do Aaron Rodgers any favors today with a lot of drops.
1: Yeah, it's um the it, everything's real basic from an offensive perspective right now. There was a lot of Bowden today, so a lot of fullback sets, uh you know, a lot of two receiver sets, a lot of base sets. It's really elementary. They're not doing anything mind-blowing, and that's why the defense is ahead. But you're right. There were some drops. There were some fumbles, although, you know, some of the fumbles came after the whistle. You know, the refs blow the whistle. The coaches still don't want to see the fumble, but it's coming after the whistle where they may have let up a little bit. And the defense ignores it and they just they whip it up and they they return it for six. So you want to see that anyway. But there's no doubt the defense is ahead of the offense right now.
0: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Becked Becton, part of the offense that is behind, although he's continuing to battle. It's only his second day back being off for an entire year with that injury. He went up against Michael Clemens today. This is like what Gorilla Monsoon used to call back in the old days in WWF, Robbie, the irresistible force against the immovable object. Clemens and Becton, two of the bigger, stronger guys on this team. Again, as we said yesterday, iron sharpens iron. At one point, Clemens got by Becton for a would-be sack, but this is going to help Makai Becton get back into game shape. And for Clemens, going up against somebody as skilled and as big as Becton will help him as well.
1: True. And and you know what's good for Becton, too, is that playing left tackle, you know, he could get at times it it might be better at right tackle because you got JFM and Clemens on the left side a lot, uh, especially JFM. And then you get Huff or McDonald. So it's that contrast between the bigger guy in base and the smaller guy in sub. But you're still getting on the on that side too for him on the left side, and that's good because Clemens is more that big guy who might bull rush you, and then you might get uh, one of the smaller guys at times on that side as well. So, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron, as you said. It's uh, it's all the O line D line matchups are pretty pretty tremendous right now,
2: including John Franklin Myers going up against the second year man Max Mitchell.
1: Yeah, there was a there was a play I kind of. Again, I was looking downfield at the concepts and the in the coverage, but I saw at the end JFM got pretty damn close to Rogers's feet, which means he beat Mitchell off the line with his get off. But Mitchell recovered nicely and pounded him in the ground. The only thing I missed is I don't know if Bowden helped out because Bowden and JFM kind of had a chat afterwards, which it kind of it was passive. It kind of looked apologetic. But in any case, JFM with the points for the quick get off, the, the quick beat of Mitchell, and then Mitchell with the points for the nice recovery. Just uh, maybe a little too close to Rodgers' feet for everyone's liking.
2: He's going to hear about it from Keith Carter, who, according to multiple reports, including your own, brings a much different style of coaching to the Jets than his predecessor, John Benton, along the offensive line.
1: Yeah, this guy, you know, if. Uh, if mel gibson was ever sick you know during the uh filming of braveheart in 1995 just throw this guy in there and you're good to go i mean that that speech phil carter would fill in brilliantly this guy is just hyped all the time I, I can't imagine him sleeping i just don't think he sleeps to be honest there's no way to envision it uh so it, it's definitely a contrast i'm not saying benton is uh you know ben stein you know with the dry dry eyes voice where he's boring as hell and completely vanilla. Not at all, but Carter is he is hyped. He is hyped all the time and just two practices in you could see it with the O-line. They, they have a ton of energy.
2: Another up and down day for Zach Wilson.
1: Another up and da- down day, but there's good signs. I mean, the thing the things you want to see from Wilson the things you expect to see are the on the run stuff where he hits guys in stride playing sandlot ball, but those opportunities today when he had those chances one that is in my mind right now where he he had all the room in the world had an open guy break into the sideline and just overthrew him badly it was just a bad miss so that stuff scratch you scratch your head when you see that but the other stuff that's good is he is actively trying to right some wrongs for instance He rarely, when you watch him, watch the game tape, he rarely steps up in the pocket, climbs the pocket. He stares down the rush, freezes, and then tries to take the long way outside of the pocket. But in practice this year, as opposed to last, the last couple, he's really trying to right that wrong and climb the pocket and step up. And you could see that. And he did that a lot today. There was also one uh, boneheaded play where I wouldn't say he forgot the cadence, but he pulled out and it's always good to pull out boys um, but he pulled out quickly thinking the play was on one and it was on more than one it was on two or three the Cadence was mixed uh, completely mixed up and it was on him he smacked his smacked himself in the chest but the good thing is he remarried in the next play and hits a tight end I think it was Koontz for a first down so yes he's gonna make mistakes but the thing I want to see from him is does he bounce back does he let it destroy his confidence and so far I'm seeing good signs, but it's it's a mixed bag right now.
2: Two guys who are noticeable today who are not big names, but are fighting for roster spots. The wide receiver, Irvin Charles, and the running back, Travis Dye. Tell me about it.
1: Yeah, Travis Dye, you know, there were, there were a couple design passes for him, design plays, and obviously screens to the running back. But a lot of circumstantial play led to him making a lot of check down catches underneath uh you know whether it be wilson or boyle or Streveller, he just seemed to rack up several catches today and and it was just that kind of day and he made the most of it a lot of yak where no it's not live you're not taking guys to the ground in tackling never happens in practice even with full pads these days it's just thump. but die was everywhere and irvin charles yeah irvin charles decent day I think it was him, too. He got banged up in the red zone um, trying to catch an in-breaking route from Wilson in the red zone where Wilson put it in a decent spot, but it was just snuffed out, covered really well. Um, laid on the ground for a little bit. I think he's okay, but I'm not positive. We'll know tomorrow. No
2: Will McDonald today.
1: Yeah, he started practice in the rehab area. Uh, did he get into teams? I don't think so. So, And I don't know what Salas said before practice. Uh, We might be able to figure it out, but I think it was precautionary, Um, but we'll double check that one. Still
2: no Dwayne Brown, no Brees Hall, obviously, no CJ Ozama, but Tyler Conklin was mixed in a little bit more. So no Ozama, but Conklin getting the reps in his place.
1: Yep. Conklin got mixed into teams a little bit more. He did play some reps yesterday in the first practice, but today definitely more of a presence uh, with Rucker and Kuntz. Um, So Koontz, that hurts his reps more than Rucker, I would say. Two tight ends. It's going to be Rucker and Conklin for now with Uzuma on the sideline. And then Bowden, like I said, because of the packages they're working on, Bowden got a lot of work. Uh, but Conklin was in there. Dwayne Brown, another personal day. I expect everything's fine with him. It'll be interesting to see where Beckton plays when Dwayne, Dwayne Brown gets back. That, that'll that be a really big thing to, to look for. And then Uzama. They're not going to rush Uzama, who got hurt in OTAs, obviously, and Brees Hall. We know the deal with Brees. Jets got a visit from an old friend today. Big Mo Wilkerson. It it was uh, Brian Costello who pointed it out. I didn't even see him. He goes, look over there. It's uh, an old guy. He only played with one guy on this field. And it came to me right away, Rodgers. It had to be Rodgers because he played in Green Bay for, I think, at least a couple years before fading into oblivion. Um, but yeah, big Mo, I didn't see him up close, but I saw him in the stands and, uh, tomorrow is the first open practice. So I know Corbett and Coles will be there tomorrow for the fans who want to go down there and, um, go to the fan zone and see who else is out there. I think there's going to be a couple other players out there too. Old legendary, uh, players who played for the jets. Um, but that was a surprise seeing uh Wilkerson today.
2: One guy that I know would have loved to have coached a Primo Wilkerson, not to mention a prime Wayne Corbett and Lavernius Coles is Robert Sala. He spoke after practice. He said he expected the offense to go through growing pains, so he's not surprised that with all the new things, coaches, players, and scheme, that the defense seems to be ahead. He is not concerned at all at this point. Sala said, as you mentioned before, that Will McDonald had a contusion on his leg, which is why he didn't practice, but he should be back soon. As you mentioned before, Robbie, Salas said that the first practice with pads will be on Tuesday. Salas said he'd be shocked if Aaron Rodgers didn't play multiple years with the Jets based on how much fun he seems to be having. And this was a big storyline on social media today. I'm sure it'll be in all the papers. The Jets fully anticipating that Aaron Rodgers will play two, if not three years. This is something that we've all been hearing whispers about. But to hear Salas say it out loud today indicates a level of confidence that Jets fans have to be happy with.
1: 100%. And the glass half empty folks have to realize something, you know, is he 40 years old? Yes. But is 40 years old in today's NFL, the same as 40 years old, 20 years ago, not even close. You know, the way that league protects quarterbacks today, it's a different thing. It's a new game. It's completely different. So you don't have to worry about the age as much. I mean, is it, is it somewhat of a factor for sure, hundred percent? But it's not this. It's not the way it used to be. So, you know, those who clamored for car and thought going younger would be the way to go, don't sweat it. I mean, Rogers for over two, over one year at least two is a pretty absurd deal. So, it's got to be the the greatest news of camp so far.
2: One player who seems to be very happy to be playing with Aaron Rodgers so far is Tyler Conklin. He said that Rodgers has been going out of his way to sit with different people for meals because he's trying to get close with everyone. You love hearing that. That just means that Aaron Rodgers is invested. He's ready to lead. And he's taking on, as Robert Sala said, almost a coaching type of role in addition to playing. Quentin Jefferson spoke as well. He said he picked the Jets because, come on, man, you see that D-line? They really got some dogs true story he's right about that so thoughts on quentin jefferson calling out the dogs here with the jets and of course tyler conklin talking about how aaron rodgers is trying very hard to become ingratiated with all the different groups and all the different individual players with the jets
1: got to love what rodgers is doing got to love it you know he uh he could say a lot of bad things not bad things but wonky things about rodgers and some of the things he does personally but it, it, he, does in genuinely, he does genuinely seem to love people and love different personalities, so that's a great thing, and it's a great thing for a leader, and he is having a good time. Uh, where does he live in? Hoboken, I think. So it, if he is living in Hoboken, he's probably enjoying life as well because there's a lot to do right next to the city. That's number one. Number two, we talk about Clemens being the scariest, baddest man on the Jets. I'll tell you what, there are two new contenders in the locker room. Quinton Jefferson is one and Al Woods is another those two guys I mean who, who was the Jets O lineman who's not with them anymore who challenged Clemens was it last year or two years ago Hermans
2: yes Grant Herman That's who it was <laughs> yep that was a bad idea yeah
1: yeah I'm I'm still waiting this is uh, gonna be a, a storyline for me and in, in the back of my head I'm waiting for that brave soul to challenge Clemens this year but at the same time Woods and Jefferson joined that list too I mean my God Woods, Al Woods, and Jefferson—they are just they're beasts. So you know, Clemens has his enforcers next to him now.
2: I would not want to tangle with any of those three. One guy that I wouldn't want to tangle with, but I would like to hang out with, is Sauce Gardner. He seems like a really fun kid. You talked about Aaron Rodgers taking some of these guys under his wings. Certainly, he's done that with Sauce. Sauce spoke today. He said he's looking to see what he can do for an encore. Doesn't understand all the hatred he gets online from other cornerbacks and members of the media who think he's overhyped. He says it's weird. He played really well, and he doesn't understand why people are coming at him like that. Sauce said he wants to win the MVP, even though he knows it's probably not going to happen since cornerbacks don't win the award. Said he's always trying to reach for the stars. Doesn't matter what he did before. He's always trying to improve and strive to get better. He said, quote, whatever I do to me, it's never good enough. I won awards, but now what is the question also said that his current favorite cornerback besides himself is DJ Reed said that he has a surprise gift for Aaron Rodgers to welcome him to New York, but will not say what it is. I can only imagine what that means. I'm going to creative liberties here. I don't think it's what some people are thinking because sauce doesn't seem like that type of kid, but it's a funny line, especially when you consider what we know about Aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah, maybe true. It sure is, but maybe I mean they have their own secret handshake already, where it ends with uh, a little puff puff. But maybe it's a brand new PS five for Rogers. I don't know if Sauce plays Xbox or PS five, either or you know the new system with Call of Duty, and he could play him while streaming on Twitch. Maybe that's it,
2: Robbie. As you said yesterday, Sauce Gardner rapidly becoming one of the best non-quarterback players in the entire league, one of the most valuable non-quarterback players in the entire league. And his attitude just adds to that because as he said, he did really well last year, but he's always looking to do better than he did before. As one of the great philosophers of our time once said, if some is good, then more is better. And I hope we see even more from Sauce Gardner in 2023. Off to a really good start though at training camp. As we finish recapping day number two at Florin Park with our friend, who is the lead reporter and co-founder over at JetsXFactor.com, the leader of the Sable Holics, Robbie Sable. Robbie, thanks so much for coming on and recapping day number two with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out everything you're doing over at JetsXFactor, what's happening over there?
1: JetsXFactor.com. I don't even know, to be honest. Things are so hectic. Oh, j- just know this. All the good stuff's over there, including your boy, Blewett, Corbett, Nania, And uh, we'll keep doing this thing with the recaps as well, as uh, this weekend should be fun with the first open practice, that's for sure.
2: Without a doubt, fans are going to get their first look at Aaron Rodgers at training camp, and I know that a lot of people are really looking forward to that. We will have plenty to say about it over the next couple of days, but already aaron Rodgers making his presence felt at florham park robbie again thanks for coming on check out everything that robbie and the gang are doing over at jets x factor including my buddy joe blewett's 12 and a half hour film sessions which means he's a maniac but it'll help get you really educated on the team and all the players so check that out check out everything we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the play like a jet youtube channel we've got some awesome all 22 breakdowns on our channel so watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already youtube.com slash play like a jet visit our store teepublic.com. that's teepublic.com we've got the john franklin myers quinn williams bless you thank you shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there Teepublic.com. that's teepublic.com and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest, the New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital, playlikeajet.com.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you What do you do when you win?